ഓം ശ്രീഗുരോ ശ്രീയുതാപരകമലം ശ്രീഗുരൂൻ വൈഷ്ണവംശ ശ്രീരൂപം സാഗ്രജാത്തം സഹാഗുണരഘുനാഥാൻവിതം തം സജീവം സാർവൈതം സാവദൂതം പരിജനസഹിതം കൃഷ്ണചൈതന്യദേവം ശ്രീരാധാകൃഷ്ണപാദാൻ സഹാഗണലിതാ ശ്രീവിശാഖാൻവിതം ഓമജ്ഞാനതിമിരണ്ടസ്യാനങ്ങനശലാഖയ ചക്ഷുരുന്മീലിതം തസ്മൈ ശ്രീഗുരവേ നമ പഞ്ചകൽപാത്തൃഭ്യൃപാസിന്ധുഭ്യേവനേഭ്യോ വൈഷ്ണവേഭ്യോ നമോ നമഃ നമോ മഹാവരന്യായ കൃഷ്ണപ്രേമ പ്രണായത്തെ കൃഷ്ണായ കൃഷ്ണ ചൈതന്യാനാമനെ ഗൗരത്വിഷേ നമ ഹേ കൃഷ്ണകരുണാസിന്ധോ ദീനമന്ധോ ജഗത്പതെ ഗോപേഷഗുഫികാകന്തരാധാകന്താനമുസ്തുത്തേപ്തകാഞ്ചനഗൗരാംഗീരാധേവൃന്ദാവനീശ്വരി വൃഷഭാനുസുതേവീണമാമിഹരിപ്രിയേഷ്ണൈതന്യാപ്രഭൂനിത്യാനന്ദ്രീകൃഷ്ണഹരേകൃഷ്ണകൃഷ്ണ
there's something I could do better. So let's see what Raghunath Das has to say. And uh, I'm planning today to go through two verses, verses four and five, and we will see how it goes. So I'll, I'll share the screen with you again, and uh, and uh, uh, so we can read these verses together. So verse four first. Asadvarta Vishya Visrijamati Sarvasvaharini Asadvarta Vishya Visrijamati Sarvasvaharani Asadvarta Vishya Visrijamati Sarvasvaharini Asadvarta Vishya Visrijamati Sarvasvaharini Kathamukti Vyagriya Nashunakula Sarvat Magilani Kothamukti Vyagriya Nashrinukila Sarvat Magilani Kothamukti Vyagriya Nashrinukila Sarvat Magilani Kothamukti Vyagriya Nashrinukila Sarvat Magilani Apityaktva Lakshmi Patirati Mitovio Manayanim 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 Vraje Radha Krishnau Svarati Manidau Tvambajamana Vraje Radha Krishnau Svarati mani dau tvamba jamana. Vrajiradha Krishna, Svarati mani dau tvamba jamana. Vrajiradha Krishna, Svarati mani dau tvamba jamana. This is verse 4. Asad vartavishya visrijamati sarvasvaharani. Mana was the last verse, the last word of the last line. My mind, oh my mind. So Raghunath Das is continuing here, of course, speaking to his mind. And the first thing he says is Visrija. Completely give up. Throw away. Give up. Asadvartavishya. The prostitute of bad talk. Vishya means a, a prostitute or a courtesan. And this, of course, is a, is a metaphor here. Uh, the prostitute of asatvarta or, or untrue talk. Sat in Sanskrit means true. It means existing. It means eternal. It means real. So asat is its opposite. Everything that is uh, unreal, that is impermanent, that's asat. The Raghunatha says, give up this uh, useless talk. Asat also means useless. Give up useless talk because 
Mati Sarvasvagilani. It will take over your whole, your whole uh, mind, Mati, or, or intellect. Now, why does he compare this uh, useless talk to a prostitute? Well, just like uh, we can imagine all kinds of, of, of prostitutes from the uh, heroin junkie prowling the streets to a very refined courtesan in some uh, court or something like this. In the same way, there's all kinds of useless, uh, untrue, uh, temporary talk in this world. When Raghunath Das was living himself in Jagannath Puri in the direct company of Mahaprabhu, he was, as I said, the first time he was trained by Swarup Damodar. He was living together with Swarup Damodar, who was his mentor and who was, was teaching him everything. But he very much wanted to have some direct instructions from Mahaprabhu himself. And Mahaprabhu always said, there's no need. Swarup Damodar can tell you everything. But he very much wanted something directly from Mahaprabhu. So finally, Mahaprabhu said, very well, I'll teach you some things. And if you've read the Chaitanya Charitamrita, you know the teachings he gave. Seemingly very simple instructions. He said, uh, Don't listen to village talk. Village talk, gramya katha, means gossip. But it also refers to uh, all kinds of uh, worldly talk. And this can be just like, there can be very different types of, of courtesans and prostitutes. Village talk or worldly talk, asadvarta, can re refer to everything from, uh, from uh, uh, discussing where to kill somebody next time to very cultured, very nice uh, things. But unless it's connected with spirit, unless it's connected with uh, true in the sense of eternal topics, it's all asadvarta. Adagunabdas is saying, give up all of this because it will take away your mind. How will it take away the mind? Because the mind, the human mind, uh, is very adaptable, adaptable sense organ. It will adapt itself to whatever content we give it. Uh, I know uh, this very well myself. Whatever I kind of engage my mind in, that's what I'm going to be thinking of. Whatever I listen to, whatever I watch or read, that's what's, that is what's going to fill my mind, not only for the time when I'm reading or watching or listening, but afterwards as well. Uh, when uh, uh, Game of Thrones was, was uh, big and, and, and sent on, on, uh, on, on TV, uh, I watched that. Uh, it was very exciting. But I wasn't watching it only when I was seeing it literally in front of my eyes. 
I was thinking about Daenerys and all of these Starks and all of these characters outside it as well. And similarly, if I read uh, uh, a novel, if I play a computer game or whatever, it will take my mind in the, that particular direction. And not everything is the same, of course. There's a difference between keeping up with the Kardashians and Anna Karenina, but it's all in one sense the same because it's all asatvarta. Yes, the particular, const uh, the particular makeup of, of the gunas may be slightly different, but it's still the world of the gunas. It's still the world of prakriti, the world of matter. So Raghunatha says, first of all, give up this courtesan. What's the problem with the courtesan? What's the problem with the prostitute? She will take, she's not there for you. The, 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 the simple man, it's, it's usually a man in the stories, uh, will think that uh, she actually loves him. She doesn't. She wants to get... Uh, his money. So the same with all of these things, whether, whether it is keeping up with the Kardashians or, or Anna Karenina, uh, from the spiritual point, they're not going to give us anything. And of course, it's very easy to understand that uh, uh, those forms of Asadvarta that are mainly dealing with Tamas and Rajas are to be given up but even the so to so to say cultured fine forms even they are to be given up so what Raghunath does here is proposing is something very very radical give up worldly topics we may not be ready for it completely but we should take seriously what he's saying and I'm sure we all we all have the experience the more we fill our minds with uh, worldly topics, the more worldly we will be even uh, outside of that particular listening or, or watching or, or, or seeing context. So this is the first thing. This asadvarta can also be compared to the world of karma. Give up the world of karma. Give up the world of... of uh, worldly action, worldly rituals even. All of this uh, is ultimately useless on the path of bhakti. And then Raghunath Das Goswami goes on, he says, katha mukti viryagriya na sarvat magilani. Also give up the tigress of talk about liberation because she will swallow up your whole self so if uh, this worldly talk was bad talk of mukti talk of liberation is even worse and this may come as a shock of course to a person who has some understanding of the indian wisdom traditions how can mukti be such a problem shouldn't mukti be a good thing mukti means liberation from suffering liberation from 
the different things that bind us right now and make us think that we are limited and impure and sinful and whatever, wouldn't it be great to get rid of all of that? But Raghunatha says no. Because mukti, liberation, as it's usually understood, and of course the scriptures tell us that there are different types of, of mukti, not all of which are as detrimental for, for bhakti. But as mukti is usually understood, mukti refers to liberation, or what Vaishnavas sometimes call impersonal liberation, merging into God. Uh, as the Upanishads say, as a, as, a, as a river merges into the ocean. This implies a suspension or a, or a loss of one's individuality. And for a bhakta, that's the worst thing that could happen. Because without uh, individuality, there's no possibility for love. Yes, we do say that in love, two persons become one. But they become one for a moment. And then they need to again separate into two for the love to kind of continue. They become one, like my Guru Maharaj says, likes to say, in the sense of becoming we. It's not just you and me, it's us. But this us or this we implies that there's some difference as well. Some people might think that... Uh, uh, loving yourself is the supreme type of love, but I don't think many of us would agree with that. Uh, love implies some kind of duality, some kind of, of, of a difference between the, the lover and the beloved. And that the two of them coming together and then in a kind of dance moving away from each other, but then again coming together. So mukti, liberation, at least as it's usually understood, uh, means uh, losing this opportunity for bhakti. And that's why Raghunath Das says that this kind of talk, talk of mukti, that will swallow up your whole self, sarvat magilani, like a huge tiger coming and eating you up. So we go from the, the prostitute to the tiger, and uh, sometimes we wonder why the acharyas, why the preceptors speak so much about the dangers of this idea of, of liberation. But I think one of the main things is that uh, in many ways, it's such a, such a beguiling prospect. If we, if we don't think of as, as mukti as liberation, but as freedom, freedom from everything. No longer do you need to do anything. Nobody's there to tell you what to do. There's no, no suffering, no hankering, just a perfect peace. And if you're very much caught up in, in strife, in, in anxiety and so on, this is very tempting. It's very tempting. If we think of a person like uh, Raghunath Das, living very simply, uh, there's mosquitoes, there's hot, there's cold, there's disease. Uh, 
all of these things might be seen as hindrances for bhakti. A person might think that if I just got rid of all of this, then my bhakti would be so great. Or a person might think, if I didn't have this stupid family here around, or if I didn't have to go to that work, or if it wasn't so cold, or if it wasn't so rainy, or if it wasn't so sunny, then I could do bhakti. This is the hankering for liberation, the hankering for liberation from uh, whatever we think is, is hindering us right now. But as long as we think like this, we're losing the focus from what we're actually doing. And we're losing the understanding of whatever uh, obstacles there are right now. Uh, they are meant to challenge us. They are meant to make us grow. And of course, this is much easier said than done. <laughs> I realize that as well as anybody else. But Raghunath Das, he's, he's saying that this very strongly. Uh, avoid this kind of talk. Avoid this talk of liberation because it's going to sidetrack you. What he's interested in here is exclusive devotion, exclusive bhakti to Radha and Krishna. So this worldly talk, yes, obviously that's going to sidetrack us from it. But so will also this kind of talk of liberation. Give up this as well. And almost shockingly, he doesn't stop here. He says, even give up love for the husband of Lakshmi who will take you to Vaikuntha or Vyoma, Paravyoma, the next world. Give up Vishnu. What kind of Vaishnavism is this? Vaishnavism is supposed to be worship of Vishnu and now he's saying give up Vishnu. <laughs> what kind of talk is this? This is exclusive worship of Radha and Krishna. Yes, Vishnu and Radha, Radha Vishnu and Krishna, they are, they are one and the same uh, in one sense, in the sense that they are both Bhagavan. But they are different in the sense of the particular types of relationships that their bhaktas, their devotees have towards them. And while many Vaishnavas do worship many forms of the Lord, they might worship Vishnu, Narasimha, Varaha, Rama, Krishna, and have an altar with so many different forms of the Lord, and perhaps also Shiva and Ganesha and so on. And there's nothing really wrong with that. It's actually quite good and, and very beautiful. It is not the path of Raghunath Das. Raghunath Das's path is focused exclusively on Radha Krishna. Not because he hates Vishnu, not because he hates Varaha or Narasimha or anything like that, but because this is where he's focusing his love. This particular understanding of Bhagavan is the one that he's interested in. So in order to reach that, we'll have to give up the world of karma. We'll have to give up the world of jnana, leading to, to mukti, liberation. But we'll also have to give up other types of bhakti. Because you can be a bhakta of Vishnu or Narasimha and so on. And it's beautiful and it's, 
it's nice in so many different ways, but it's something else than what he's teaching. He's teaching, uh, again, as I said last time, something that we could uh, correctly call a very sectarian type of love of God. He's not, he's not interested in love of God in, in a general, vague sense of, I want to somehow turn my gaze upwards. He's interested in a very concrete and exact type of love of God. And this is what he says in the last verse, last line. Vrajay Radha Krishna Svarati Manidal Tvam Bajamana. Oh, my mind. In Vrindavan, worship Bhaja. Worship Radha and Krishna Svarati Manidal. Because they are the ones who can give uh, the money, the jewel. Money means, means a jewel or a, or a gemstone of love for themselves. So focus on this divine couple, the Jugala, the, the couple of Radha and Krishna. Now this worship of, of Radha and Krishna together as a, as a divine pair, uh, this is very characteristic of Raghunath Das's writing. When we compare his writing with that of, of Rupa and Sanatan, his uh, uh, senior contemporaries, we can see that they very often uh, speak, uh, particularly Sanatan Goswami, quite often speaks about Krishna, Rupa Goswami as well, uh, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. It's a lot about Krishna. But for Raghunath Das, it's always about Radha and Krishna. It's always about Radha and Krishna for him. Uh, and we'll get the to the implications of this uh, in later verses of Manashiksha, but we've seen this already several times. Radha Krishna, Vraja Nava Yuva, Dvandva, and so on. This divine couple is the focus. So uh, the problem is in this verse the worlds of karma and jnana and bhakti to some other form of the Lord. And the solution is to take exclusive shelter of Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan. Now, what does this mean in actual life, in practical terms? Does it mean that uh, uh, a Gaudiya Vaishnava who's following in the, the, the path of uh, Raghunath Das uh, cannot uh, have a picture of nourishing on the altar? Or does it mean that uh, such a devotee shouldn't uh, uh, celebrate the appearance day of Varaha Deva? Or what does it actually mean? It can be understood like that. There are some Vaishnavas who are so exclusively devoted to Radha and Krishna that they completely leave away all other forms of Bhagavan. Uh, this Tilaka is that that I'm wearing now is made with uh, Gopi Chandana from Dvaraka. And Dvaraka, of course, is outside of, of Vrindavan. It's not the place of Radha and Krishna. It is the usual material for Tilaka. But some devotees are so exclusive that they will say that I will never touch Gopi Chandana 
because it's from Dwaraka. Instead, I will make my tilaka with mud from Radhakund. So some take it very kind of extremely in this way. But there's also other ways to, to view it. Uh, you can also think that uh, uh, all these other forms of Bhagavan, they are all uh, reminding you of Radha and Krishna. So not all uh, devotees following in this path are as extreme as that. Nevertheless, uh, if the problem is karma, dhyana, and other forms of bhakti, the solution is focusing on Radha and Krishna. Focusing on Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan. Let's go on to the next verse. Asacheshta kashta pradavikata pasha libiriha. 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 Prakamam kamadi prakatapatha pati vyatikarai. 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 Vale badvahan yeham mitibaka bidvart mapagane. Vale badvahan yeham mitibaka bidvart mapagane. So verse 5 continues with uh, obstacles. We had the obstacles of, of uh, worldly talk, talk of liberation and other bhakti paths in the previous verse. Here we have the obstacles of dacoits on the path of bhakti. When we advance on the path of bhakti, many amazing things happen to us. Many amazing things. Uh, we learn so many things. We feel immediately from the, from the beginning uh, a kind of purification happening in us, different types of realization dawning. So many nice things happen, but there are also some less happy things that might uh, happen to us in the path. One of this, uh, these things is described in this verse. On this beautiful path of devotion, we can be attacked by dacoits. Dacoits or, or robbers. If we imagine Raghunath Das's India of the 16th century, a real danger when traveling on a, on a, on a road 
outside of your home village was being attacked by robbers, like thugs or, or decoys, who could rob you of everything you had and even kill you. So Raghunathas is saying here, he's speaking to his mind, I have been attacked on this path by the decoits of Kama, Kamaadi, of lust and so on. And they had tied ropes around my neck. These ropes are made by Asatjeshta, by my bad deeds. They have tied these ropes of my bad deeds around my neck and they are killing me. Han ye hum. I'm being killed, he's saying. I'm being killed. Raghunath Das is saying, uh, Oh my mind, you should shout like this. Help, I'm being killed by these robbers. Bhaka bidvartma pagani, kurutvam putkaran. Shout out like this. To Bhaka bidvartma pagani. To the people who protect the path of the killer of Baka. Vartmapa means a, a path protector. It means a police or a, or a guard. So call out to the guards of Bhagavad. And they will come and they will liberate you from these robbers. So who are these robbers? Kamadi. Uh, Kama is the first, lust. Uh, lust, of course, refers to all kinds of, of uh, hankering uh, or, or trishna or tanha, uh, all kinds of, of, of uh, uh, feelings and activities where we're thinking, uh, I want. Atmindriya Pritivancha Tara Boli Kama, Krishna Das Kavirat says. Kama or lust is trying to gratify your senses. Whether it, whether it is the sense of uh, sight or smell or whatever, when we're thinking that I want, that's lust. Krishnendriya Pritivancha, Tara Boli, Prem. When we want to gratify Krishna's senses, the Lord's senses, that's called Prema or, or love for God. So Kama is the first one. Now we might think, yes, I understand that Kama could be a problem. Lust can be a problem. How is lust really a problem of the path of bhakti? Of course, lust can lead you to do stupid things. Lust can lead you to, to engage in sinful behavior. But what has that actually to do with bhakti? Sin is something that is relating to the path of karma, the path of good and bad deeds. How is lust or, or, or sin problem of the path of bhakti well you can think of it in several different ways but one is that it will lead you to to uh, 
commit aparadhas, it will lead you to commit offenses uh, towards Vaishnavas. Doing a sin uh, is a problem, of course, in different ways, but it's much less of a problem of the path of bhakti than committing offenses towards uh, Krishna or towards other Vaishnavas or towards other living beings for that matter. Uh, let's say that uh, uh, I would become completely overwhelmed by lust, sexual lust. And uh, reading about that prostitute in the previous verse would turn my mind in crazy ways and I would uh, uh, go to a prostitute. That would be a sinful thing from the perspective of dharma. And that's not good on the path of bhakti. But a much worse thing than that would be that it would, of course, be an offense towards my Vaishnavi wife. It would be a Vaishnava aparad towards her. So seemingly kind of ordinary things like lust, anger, and so on, they're not divorced from the path of devotion because they will all impact on the path of devotion in different ways. Anger, I get angry with other Vaishnavas. Uh, I might also be led to commit offenses towards them. Uh, if I become greedy, lobha, uh, I might also do things that would be hurtful to other Vaishnavas. If I become uh, uh, illusioned, moha, uh, I can start to think that I'm a great Vaishnava. I'm a superior Vaishnava. You should all bow down to me. Uh, Krishna Jeevani, why are you not bowing down to my lotus feet? Uh, this would also be offensive. So all of these things, kama, krodha, loba, moha, matsarya, enviousness, all of these things uh, are problems because they lead to bad uh, karmic results. But even more than that, they're problems because they lead to offenses on the path of bhakti, offenses towards the Lord and offenses towards the Vaishnavas. And as Vaishnavas, we should be particularly scared of this. We should be very careful about this. Uh, do not offend other Vaishnavas. It's very easy because we live to do that because we live in an in a age that is a very critical age. Unless you're a critical person, you're not really a very smart person. A person who is taking everything very uncritically is basically a stupid, uh, uneducated person. A sign of being intelligent is that you're critical of everything. You don't accept anything without scrutinizing it yourself. And if you see that somebody is uh, doing something good, then you understand that actually it's just a sham and there's, there must be something bad behind it. Of course, many times it is like this. But as Vaishnavas, we should be very careful not to kind of fall into this trap of thinking, this is how you show that you're an intelligent person by criticizing others and pointing out their flaws. In this way, we will all, 
in some cases, perhaps we need to do that if we are a teacher or if we have a, a relationship of, of a, uh, somehow we, we, are, we are bound by, by, by duty or something like this towards the other person. But in most cases, uh, criticizing will never lead to anything positive from the bhakti perspective. Uh, so what is criticism? Criticism is quite often it, an easy and kind of uh, practical definition of, of, should I say this criticism to, to somebody else about, let's say, Karen? Should I, should I talk with my wife, gossip about this thing about Karen? Is it something that is uh, just stating a fact or is it the criticism that is not useful for, for my spiritual path? An easy way to judge that is to think, would I be able to say that to Karen like this, face to face? If I wouldn't be able to do that, then I shouldn't say it behind her back either. Uh, this is something most of us will need to work a lot with because we're so accustomed to uh, this kind of, of talk. So give up these kind of things. And how do we do that? If we are beset by these tugs of lust, anger, and so on, how do we get rid of this? Well, we can think of, of how Krishna speaks about this in the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, who remembers the verses? Dhyayato vishayam pumsam sangaste shupajayati Shamananda? Maharaja knows these verses, I'm sure. Second chapter verses, I think, 62 and 63. Do you remember the Maharaja? I've heard it, but I don't remember with the English now. I'm okay. sorry. My husband, my husband is better at it. Okay. Okay. Yayato Vishayam lust, desire, you can translate karma perhaps better as desire. Desire comes from sangha, from, from uh, association. Like uh, we see something, we see an advertisement. Oh, I want that. Uh, then different things can come from that. First, this kind of desire. I want to have that as well. I would like to, to, to have that thing or that person or that position or whatever. Maybe we don't get it. Maybe we want to have it, but our effort, our karma, whatever, doesn't allow us to, to obtain it. Krodha, anger. Why? Why is life so unfair? Or 
Perhaps we do get it. And then we instead get lobha, greed. This is mine, my precious. Don't you try to take it away. And then it continues like this. It's a kind of a, a step-by-step uh, attachment, desire, anger, and so on and so on and so on. You can study these verses in the Bhagavad Gita if you, if you want to, to get the whole, whole picture. But the point is, one way of dealing with this, these things, of course, is to try to understand this philosophically. Anger comes from frustration. Anger comes from, from not getting what I wanted or perhaps fearing that I will lose it. So then by understanding all of these things, you also kind of create this inner space that you need to not take these kind of impulses so seriously. For example, you might feel the emotion of anger arising in you because you're frustrated. Uh, just before this, this class, I went without with my family to, to do some shopping. And I'm really bad at shopping. I, I, I totally suck at shopping. I get very kind of exhausted and tired after just two stores or three. And I think we went to four and it was so difficult. And I was feeling this kind of irritation. And sometimes I'm able to, yes, I have this feeling and there's nothing I really can do about that. It's not that I'm a bad person. It's just a, a reaction that my body and my mind creates in these kind of situations. But I don't necessarily need to act on it. So I don't need to kind of speak angry words or do angry things. To have those feelings, there's nothing wrong with that, but then acting on them, that can then lead in, in less good directions. So that's one way to kind of think of it philosophically like this and try to kind of uh, be, uh, be aware of your own uh, reactions. But that's not what Raghunath Das is recommending here. Here he says, call out to the police. Like if you're being attacked by robbers, Help, police, help me. What is the police that you're calling for? You're calling for the servants of Bhakabid, the servants of Krishna, the Vaishnavas. Come and help me, please. I'm being attacked by anger, by, by lust, by greed, by enviousness, by all these unworthy characteristics of a Vaishnava. Come and help me. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, we should cry out to the superlative devotees, to the great devotees, devotees like, like Prabhupada or, or our spiritual masters. Come and help. Please help me. I'm in trouble here. They have bound me around the neck. My bad deeds bound me around the neck and they are pulling me. And who knows what they're going to do with me? Help me. And if we don't have those kind of Vaishnavas around us, those superlative Vaishnavas around us, let's call out to the other kind of middling Vaishnavas. Help! And if we don't have those Vaishnavas around us, let's call out to any Vaishnavas to come and help us. 
because Vaishnavas are like in the prayer, they're like desire trees in the sense that uh, they lift us up just by being in their company. We all have that experience. Uh, when we stay together with other Vaishnavas, either virtually, just like now, that's why I like so much that many of you put on your, your videos because then I can kind of feel it even more stronger. Uh, it lifts us up. We feel that perhaps I'm a Vaishnava myself also. When I see people like Krishna Jivani or, or Sakyarati or, or Hari Priya, I feel like, wow, I want to be like them. And I am a little bit like you people in your company. So uh, this is very important to seek the shelter of the Vaishnavas, to, to feel that this is our refuge from these robbers of anger and so on. Yes, it's good, all this philosophy, all of this, uh, trying to kind of understand myself and so on. That's good, but even better is to just shout out for help. Help me! We can try this. Really, we can try this. Next time we're in trouble, next time we feel that, I don't know what to do, I don't know. How can I, this anger issue or this issue of lust or this issue of greed or envy or whatever, Help me, Shamananda, to, to call out to each other. Maybe not <laughs> publicly, like, publicly like this, but uh, privately. And of course, we're unlucky in the sense that we're living in these corona times when we can't meet each other physically. But on the other hand, we're very lucky in the sense that we can meet each other virtually like this. We have people here from many different countries and different continents. And it's amazing that we can all be together here. Like Kalpataru is here from Poland, Karen and Ola from Denmark, uh, Sakyareti Shama from Sweden, Haripriya from Finland, and, and so on and so on. Meeting together like this and, and feeling some enthusiasm, feeling some, uh, some help from each other. We should make use of this. So uh, Raghunath Das is saying, uh, when you're being attacked on the highway, there is help to be had. That's the problem in this verse. When being attacked by all these, all these robbers, call out to the Vaishnavas for help. So the position of the Vaishnavas cannot be overstated on the path of bhakti. We have Vaishnavas. We are... Uh, devotees of Radha and Krishna. But we are not interested only in me and Radha Krishna. But we're interested in entering uh, the divine play of Radha and Krishna, their divine Leela, which is uh, a Leela full of persons, full of people. We'll get there by and by when we get further on in these verses. We'll hear about the gopis, the manjaris, and, and, and all of these things. But we're not only interested in, in people in that world, we're interested in people in this world as well, all the other Vaishnavas. So uh, we're not interested only in our personal relationship with Krishna. We're interested in serving Krishna together with other Vaishnavas, both in the next world and in this world. So these were verses 
four and five of Raghunath Dasa Goswami's Manashiksha. Any questions or comments this time? Everything is clear and, and easy. That's good. Very good. Ah, uh -huh, can't run. No? No question so far, Prabhu. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, tomorrow, is the Vyasa Puja day of uh, uh, spiritual master of, of many of us, Srila Bhaktivedanta Triburari Maharaj. Uh, I hope to, to meet all of you at the, the class then. And uh, I understand that there's also some, some talk of uh, an informal gathering. Is it after the class or, or, or before it? How was it? Sakyarati, I see you're nodding. Yeah, it's after the class. After the class. So I can send you the link. Yeah, it's it's there on the Sri Chaitanya Sangha Europe page, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not hundred percent sure if I will be able to participate. I have to go to the the countryside with my mother back and forth, but I I hope to be. And then on Sunday, of course, the festivities continue because then we're celebrating. Sri Gaurapurnima, the appearance day of, of Mahaprabhu. And there will be, be classes both by Guru Maharaj and by Padmanabh Maharaj as well. So there's many things to look forward to in the upcoming days. And then on Monday, the ordinary classes continue on. So I hope to see you on, on many of these classes. Jai Shishi Guru Gauranga Gandhar Vikiri Dari Shishi Radha Madhu Mohan Radha Govindara Gopinatha Radha Damada Radha Sham Sundara Radha Damada Radha Gopinanda Radha Madhu Madhu Jukupal Tai Go Shri Shadud Giri Raja Ki Jai Jai Mishnapar Varanga Sampar Vraja Kachari Ashtotar Shri Shimad Bhakti Viranta Tripurari Dev Goswamaraj Shla Guru Dev Ki Jai Jai Nithila Pravishtam Mishnapar Bhai Charanarvind Bhakti Viranta Swamaraj Shla Prabhupar Ki Jai Jai Nithila Pravishtam Mishnapar Bhakti Rakshakshida Dev Goswamaraj Ki Jai Jai Nitele Vaishnava Shampad Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasiddhi Goswamaraj La Prabhupada Kur Ki Jai Jai Gaur Kishodas Pabri Maharaj Ki Jai Jai Chachidananda Maitakur Bhakti Vinod Ki Jai Jai Vaishnava Sarvabhama Shla Jagannathas Pabri Maharaj Ki Jai Jai Gauri Vinanta Acharya Shla Baralvi Bidibhushan Prabhu Ki Jai Jai Vishnana Chakrartita Kur Ki Jai Jai Shri Nivashamananda Narottam Prabhu Trai Ki Jai Joy Krishna Das Kavirat Kusam Rajiki Jai Joy Biasavatashi Brindavandasta Kurmashaiki Jai Joy Shirupasanatana Batarganata Shi Jivago Palavatra Shaganachar Gushum Prabuki Jai Joy Das Kusam Prabuki Jai Joy Namacharishla Haradasta Kurki Jai Joy Swarupitavanda Rai Ramananda Vigor Parshavindiki Jai Jai Pimsikoho Shri Krishna Jai Tana Prabhupitananda Shi Dvaita Gradara Shivasarishigo Bakhtarindiki Jai 
ಜಯಶ್ರೀಮಂತೀಪಾಂಕಿಗಾಯ ಜಯ ಭಕ್ತ ಪರಬರ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಚಾರ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಸಂಪ್ರದಾಯ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಚಾರ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಚಾರ್ ಧಾಮ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಚಾರ್ ವೇದ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಗ್ರಂಥರಾಜ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಅಕರ ಮತರಾಜ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮತ್ ಕಿ ಜಯ ತರಿಯ ಶಾಖ ಮತ್ ಸುಮ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಸಂಘ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಅನಂತ ಕುದ ವೈಷ್ಣವರಿಂದ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಭುವನ ಮಂಗಳಹರಿ ನಾಮ ಸಂಕೀರ್ತನ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಅನಂತ ಕುದ ವೈಷ್ಣವರಿಂದ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಸಮಾಗತ ಗೌರ ಭಕ್ತರಿಂದ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಗೌರ ಪ್ರೇಮನಂದೇ ಹರಿ ಹರಿ ಗೋ ಶ್ರೀಮನ್ ಬ್ರಿಗ್ ಭಾರ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಕಿ ಜಯ 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 ಸಿ ಓ ಹರಿ ಗೋ